get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Rivs and BK back with you here. Actually, it's Rivs and Alex Ferrario. BK on his way back to St. Louis will be with us tomorrow. We got T-Bone on the board for us. And now we go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And I'm really, really excited to talk to our next guest, Daniel Nugent Bowman. He covers the Edmonton Oilers for The Athletic on Twitter at DNB Sports. Wrote an incredible article about inside the bubble. So, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Pleasure to talk to you guys. All right, Daniel. We're all like watching and looking for pictures and video. It's crazy how we all want to see what this bubble looks like. And so I'm watching a video last night and I see the bus pull up to, you know, the outside of the bubble. And just like it's at a Hollywood movie, the gate opens up, the bus goes in, the gate closes behind them. Can you give us some of the details of what the NHL has done in both of these bubble cities to make sure that they've created a spot where the players can be safe and that they're limiting, oh, drifting inside or outside the bubble. You're making it sound like the Wizard of Oz. Or something. <laughs> uh, That's what it kind of reminded uh, me of, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, a, it's an interesting concept, right? I mean, uh, it's a little bit different than obviously what's going on in the NBA, where it's, uh, you know, everyone's in the, in the same location. Obviously, we're, we're split into two here in the NHL with, uh, with Edmonton and, and Toronto. But, yeah, I mean, in, in Edmonton specifically, I mean, there, there are, um, uh, the, the, you know, two hotels uh, for uh, the, like, the, the, the various teams and players. Uh, so the top six by point, points percentage are in the, the nicer hotels. So that includes uh, the, the local Oilers and the Blues. Um, uh, and so they're kind of uh, in a quote-unquote better spot. But, um, you know, in terms of, you know, how it's all set up, I mean, the, the activities uh, for players, you know, basketball, uh, courts, uh, nets rather, um, you know, pool and and. and speaking uh, billiards rather and, and table tennis and stuff a lot of that is is kind of either in the, the marriott hotel the, the main one or at the the arena uh in the area um just kind of on the, the south end of the arena uh where players can congregate now they're not supposed to be doing that for the first five days of of, of being here to kind of make sure things are okay on the on the covid19 front but the the point is obviously that they're trying to create the safe spots for players. They're not supposed to be going outside of these bubbles, and they're they're barred from going outside of the bubble. Um, you know, there will be uh, later on kind of golfing and and other types of excursions that would be planned and coordinated through the NHL. But uh, they're trying to obviously keep this as secure as possible, not allowing people in, and and hopefully in doing so would allow the tournament to to uh, comp- uh, you know to take part or to you know go on and complete uh, successfully. 
So, Daniel, from what I'm understanding, once you're inside this bubble, this is daily testing, and it's not just for players and coaches. It's for pretty much everybody that's a part of this bubble, whether it be the the officials and the linesmen or restaurant workers or people that will be working on the golf course. If you're a part of this NHL bubble, you are going to be regularly tested to make sure that everything is safe. That's right. I mean, they have uh, five different categories, and and every one of the top four categories uh, gets tested daily. So there's uh, they showed in the video uh, last week uh, that there's kind of like a a line kind of booth or uh, kind of like what you'd see at an airport. You get lined up and and you you get tested. Uh, So that takes place every day. And you're right, it's it's everyone who could come in contact with the players. So, you know, we're talking people that work in the hotels, uh, as you mentioned, officials, linesmen, uh, NHL uh, personnel, really anyone that, again, could come in contact with them. So that fifth group uh, is media, which, you know, as, as people have talked about quite extensively, um, we're not coming in contact with, with the players. Um, we, uh, you know, are doing uh, videos via you know, Zoom and, and videos and stuff like that. So um, we will not come in contact with them. So we get our temperatures, you know, checked uh, daily as we, we enter the room and, or at the arena rather. Um, but uh, you know, there, in that group, there's people like fire marshals and, and, you know, just people on the, the periphery, but anyone that could come in contact with the players gets tested daily to, to kind of ensure uh, as best as possible that, uh, you know, nobody has COVID-19. We're chatting with Daniel Nugent Bowman. He covers the Edmonton Oilers for the athletic on Twitter at DNB sports. Daniel, my question here is I'm watching or going through your article, which is incredible, by the way, inside the bubble. We talk about security and there is this perimeter that they've put up, the big fence, and they have 135 people that are supposed to be patrolling the perimeter or the borders of this thing. My question more (laughs) lies into what are some of the punishments that the NHL and the teams are proposing for players that, you know, want to scale the fence or have somebody scale the fence and and break this this bubble. Uh, what are some of the penalties we're looking at or have they even been discussed yet? Well, these are the guards that, that, that you know, like Wizard of Oz, right? And the, the, the blind <laughs> monkeys will come and get them. That's so, right. No, um, no, I mean, like uh, Gary Bettman has, has really put his foot down, or so he says, uh, in these various calls. I mean, we're talking about ma- massive fines uh, you know, potential loss of draft picks, things of that nature for uh, teams, players that are trying to to get out uh, and you know see the see the uh, the outside of the bubble. But yeah, as you, as you mentioned, I mean, there it's really to encompass uh, the area around the arena, uh, the area around the hotels, and so in Edmonton there are um, two other hotels. As I mentioned, kind of the bottom six uh, quote unquote teams that. Uh, uh, are at kind of a secondary hotel. It, it's like a two, three minute walk. Um, but you know, they're, they've tried to, uh, or they have, uh, made kind of a, um, a secure, like, uh, fenced in path for, for people to, uh, to, to walk between the hotels. Um, <clears throat> buses, uh, are being provided if, you know, for, for those maybe that are, um, you know, have mobility issues or it's an incredibly hot day or whatever. Um, so they're, they're trying to obviously make that safe. Um, really there's not especially early on in a tournament uh you know they're not having these excursions there's there's not really a need or a want i would think to to get out of the bubble um you know it, obviously it's it's kind of a bizarre uh, set of circumstances here the the one thing i will note though is uh practices 
uh, are taking place about 25 minutes uh, southwest of where the main rink is. So again, players are being bused. Uh, there are a lot of you know protocols and um, and you know health provisions in place to make sure that the arena is uh, pro- properly sanitized before and after. Uh, it's this this arena uh, is a public uh, facility, a four pad facility. Um, and it also has a, you know, a gym and a, you know, swimming pool, uh, that is open to the public right now, but the players and the teams, you know, are, are getting, uh, their own secure access and will not, uh, are not supposed to be, uh, coming in contact with the public. So again, trying to make this as safe as possible to ensure this goes on, uh, as it is supposed to. You know, Daniel, uh, hosting a radio show with a former NHL superstar like Jamie Rivers, we have plenty of <laughs> NHL conversations. And the one that, that, that has been brought up between both of us is how these ice conditions are going to, to stand pat. Because if I'm not mistaken, these guys are practicing 24-7, like around the clock. You're going to have a different team on the ice skating with not much cleanup time. And, and then I saw a report earlier today that there's going to be 66 minutes of cleaning up the ice and readying it from one game to the other. So yeah. kind of two questions for you You know how are these ice conditions going to hold up and the follow-up to that also is what do these practice timings look like for teams well it's a good question and i, and I think you know we, we generally hear uh, complaints about ice uh, in the playoffs as it goes on especially in, in southern uh, locations and i know people have uh you know a, a lot of times people have uh, these visions of edmonton being uh you know minus 40 throughout the year but uh you know in the summer it's <laughs> The summer it is uh, it is pretty temperate, so um, I think that will be an issue. You know, especially having as many as three games at the uh, at the rink in a, in a given day. Um, so <laughs> I, th- I think that'll be a, a talking point as we go on here. Um, well, especially the first month. I mean, it's, it's August, and I think you know once we get to September, uh, a couple of years ago we did we did have snow a couple of days after Labor Day. So. Uh, <laughs> Things can change, but I think in August it will be a talking point. But again, a lot of the practices, uh, none of the practices are taking place at the rink uh, that the Oilers play at. They have a what's called a downtown community rink, which is um, connected. Uh, it's within the same building as the, the Oilers' main rink. And, uh, so I, as I understand, that's where most of the pregame skates will take place, um, especially kind of later on. Um, of course, with, with games being you know, taking place throughout the course of the day. It's really that night game that teams will probably want to only do the pregame skate. And then most of the practices, again, will be at that rink, uh, or the four rinks, rather, uh, in the community center, uh, about 25 minutes southwest of the city, as I mentioned earlier. So they're trying to mitigate that. You know, in Toronto, um, most of, or I think all of the uh, the practices are taking place at the Leafs practice facility, which is about 15, 20-minute drive away from uh, where the Leafs play. So, uh, yeah, they're trying to keep as much, uh, you know, keep the, the main ice for games. But again, you know, when they're, they're playing that often and, and you mentioned the turnaround time there, I'm sure that will be a, a, a talking point, um, you know, as these games go on here. Daniel, great stuff. Love the information. We thank you so much for joining us today and shedding some light on uh, the wonderful world of Oz that we'll call Edmonton's bubble <laughs> up north there. But uh, thanks again for joining us. And as we get deeper here, we might uh, hit you back up again to talk about some of this stuff. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure doing it and uh, hope you guys are well and we'll talk soon.